It's Friday, the 23rd of February, 2024. Welcome to the Fast Five Business News by Fear and Greed, where we give you the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Good morning, Michael. Sean, five stories, five minutes. Let's get going. Story number one, Qantas has delivered a pre-tax profit of $1.245 billion, down sharply from last year. But, but, Sean, the good news for customers is airfares are falling And even better, they're expected to keep falling. The result's down 13% from last year when revenge travel helped the national carrier to a record profit. CEO Vanessa Hudson's first earnings was pretty good, really. She said demand remains strong and she's heard the feedback from customers loud and clear about the need to improve service. The international business is now back to 90% of pre-COVID levels. The domestic business continues to be the biggest earner. Loyalty business did pretty well. Freight disappointed, but strong demand for leisure travel meant earnings at Jetstar nearly doubled. Fuel costs were down, always a big one for the airlines. Now, there are expensive places to run airline businesses. Qantas will increase its capital expenditure bill next year to about $3.8 billion. That includes eight new A321s for domestic flying. But alas, the new A350s, the long-haul carriers capable of Sydney, Melbourne to New York or London non-stop, have been delayed, won't be arriving till about the middle of 2026. Ms Hudson pointed out that Qantas is trying to spend money on customer initiatives. There's been more spent on call centres, food and beverage, loyalty, better processes for flights that are cancelled and delayed. And Michael, Qantas will start installing Wi-Fi on all international flights from the end of the year. Uh, Sean, there's a lot in all of that. A pretty good result kind of by the sounds of it. What about the share price? How did investors react? Well, it started going up and then fell all day and ended about 6% lower. Investors obviously weren't thrilled with the outcome. It did thread the line between high enough profits for investors and low enough that governments, unions and customers won't complain about inflated airfares. Basically, airfares are coming down, capacity is coming back on, not surprising there. There's just not the demand there was in the period after COVID. Market watchers think there's still some way to go, so prices will be lower later in the year. Okay, moving on to story number two now. Up to 400 of the nation's biggest service providers, including law firms and consultants and accountants, are victims of a Department of Finance bungle after officials shared commercial and confidence fee rates and personal information. The accidental release of the information, which includes contract details, including fees across hundreds of competitors, was revealed after finance department officials last week emailed individual fee schedule updates to service providers, which included an embedded spreadsheet, according to a report in The Australian. This week, finance department officials contacted 236 service providers, telling them to delete the attached spreadsheet. It's a repeat of a mistake by the Department of Health in November last year, in which health officials accidentally leaked the billing rates of around 400 firms to 22 service providers. On to story number three, French building group Saint-Germain has lobbed a $4.3 billion bid to buy building materials company CSR. After the news was leaked on Wednesday, CSR's share price jumped 20% and then another 5% yesterday to close at $8.36, which is still below the $9 a share cash offer. It's about a 30% premium to trading ahead of the leaking of the deal. The offer is subject to due diligence. CSR, which owns Giprock, Monia Roofing, Hebel Lightweight Building Blocks and PGH Bricks and Pavers, is investing in factory upgrades to meet surging demand for housing. Its board told its 50,000 shareholders to take no action at this point. Story number four, Sean, this is quite staggering. Taylor Swift is, of course, starting her, her Sydney engagements, but the numbers are now out on what she did in Melbourne last weekend. 
Over three nights, three massive, these are massive, massive shows at the MCG. Taylor Swift fans used around 35 terabytes of data. That's the equivalent of 15 and a half thousand hours of video content. <laughs> it's a long concert, just not that long. To consume all the content that went over the Telstra network across those three nights, you'd need to stream the era's tour concert film on loop for 1.7 years straight. Basically, Taylor Swift fans used twice as much as usual. The peak of sharing content of the night was just before the opening. People uploaded videos they'd captured steadily through the night, but at the end of the 1989 era, when it was time for the surprise songs, downloads decreased and everyone started paying more attention. Traffic peaked again when the show was over as people started to order Ubers, check tram schedules, map their routes home, etc. Last one, story number five, US-based chipmaker NVIDIA more than tripled revenue in the quarter ending January 28, taking the total to about $22.1 billion US dollars and net income, a measure of profit, was up 770%, Sean, to nearly $12.2 billion US. This is the company leading the AI charge because it makes the chips that crunch the data in artificial intelligence models. The company also said that accelerated computing and generative AI have hit a tipping point with demand still surging across companies, industries and nations. NVIDIA's market cap is now $1.67 trillion, meaning it's the fifth largest company on Wall Street and well within striking distance of numbers three and four. That's Alphabet and Amazon. Pretty amazing story. It began in 1993 providing graphic cards for computer games. It's only been in the past couple of years where it's exploded because its technology is able to handle the heavy AI workloads. Biggest customers are the tech companies, Amazon, Meta, Microsoft and Alphabet. Amazing company at the moment. Yeah, pretty extraordinary. There we go, the top five business stories in five minutes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. It is Friday, the 23rd of February, 2024. Remember to hit follow on the podcast. And if five minutes isn't enough, you can find our longer daily show called Fear and Greed Business News wherever you listen to podcasts. That one comes with a bunch of interviews and things as well. Today's interview is a great one looking at the remarkable week that the aviation industry has had and really what it's going to mean for airfares. It is a cracker. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was the Fast Five Business News by Fear and Greed. Have a great day. Hold up. 